That's all I want to know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we set his shot up though. It's a great shot. He's uh, in there. No. Yeah, he's in the shot. He's in the shot. I mean, does he have Where's a the shot at? Does he have like an end? Right here. Right. That's the camera right there. Okay. Then how can we put that on? My nah, we're we gonna we're gonna go on everybody. We're gonna go like this. Just oh, keep it like so, that. So everybody, yeah. The whole show? No, this is this is mm-hmm. this well, is earlier. No. I, I I can just tap it when Once somebody's it live, talking we'll and it'll go right on them. Okay. So yeah. your Facebook live was oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right, y'all. We are live. Custom discuss back in full effect for another week, and we got a special guest in the studio. Special, special, special. Yes, very special. Let's go. Yo, 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 what's happening, my people? It's the hottest, but at the same time, the coldest podcast on earth. The Cuss and Discuss podcast. If you enjoy listening to thought-provoking, intellectual, adult conversation, then the Cuss and Discuss podcast is for you. Check us out. It's your man, Barry the Alpha Male Wallace. We got Lori Fearfully Made Wallace. And we got my man, JJ. I'm here. Let's go. Let's go. Y'all ready? Champs, we are. Custom discuss team, we back in the building. Hope everybody had a good week. Hey, everybody, please go subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and tune in. You can listen on your way to work, listen on your way home, and we appreciate everybody watching and listening today. Absolutely, absolutely. we are kicking off Black History, and I got my man. Mr. Ed Gray in the Woo! building. What? You know that intro you just gave when you said the champ is here. You know it's somewhat ironic. I said that yesterday when I was on the Fishbowl Radio Network, where I have one of my shows at. Right. And uh, that's what I said when I came in. I said the champ is here. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but you know that, awesome. that's to be said because you know we're celebrating Black History Month, and I was born on February first. And you know, happy all right. belated yeah, birthday! Happy birthday, man! Right, happy birthday! You know, I was supposed to have been born on January thirty first, but my mother said I want this baby to be born on uh, what February first, Black History Month. So she stopped the contractions. <laughs> stopped the contractions. Wow! Stopped the contractions, and I was born at twelve oh six. So wow, that's amazing, man! <laughs> wow! Awesome. Yeah, that's a lie, but I stick with it. Stick with it. Stick with it. It sounded good. It sounded real good. Man. That's my version it of did. being born in a log cabin. You know what I'm saying? All right. So, yeah. All right. I can dig it. I can dig it, man. All right. I like that. I can dig it. Yeah, for y'all, for y'all who don't know this man, this man <clears throat> is a, 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 I would say, a huge pillar in, in the African American community, yeah. especially in the Dallas Fort Worth area. He has his show also called The Commiss Show, mm-hmm. correct? Correct. Mm-hmm. And where can they find you, catch you? Well, they can find me on uh, Fishbowl Radio Network, and we have some other networks that we have as well that's going on as well that uh, I would go ahead and introduce them as well, but I, they're not paying for this. Uh-oh, so, uh-oh. you know, hey, that's, that's what I taught you when I... <laughs> you know, I taught you, you know, you, you know I taught you. We, 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 how far back do we go, man? Uh, I'm proud of man, you, man. we go. <laughs> I really am. Hey, I... I Look, t- tell him how, I, I how don't, we met. Man. I don't take it for granted. Ed Gray was the first man who actually showed me some love when I was out there trying to introduce everybody to my book. Yeah, uh, we met at a men's conference called In the Huddle with Chris. Howell. My boy Chris Howe. What's up, Chris Howe? And um, Ed Gray was. I, I was just sitting down and we was waiting to go into the conference before it started and. He just started talking to me, you know. He asked excellent, me who excellent. I was, and we started talking. And I told him I had a book for young teen boys, and he was interested in it. Wanted a copy, I got him a copy, and uh, he connected me with some more people. A uh, good man, Benny Franklin, straight out of Oak Cliff. What's up, Benny? What's going on? If you're watching, but uh, it's a lot of good men that was at that conference, and I had a good time. And Chris Howe, 
I don't know why he's slipping. He ain't did one in the moment. You know what I'm saying? He need to do another in the huddle, man. But are you calling where, him out or are you just holding him accountable? I'm just holding him accountable. Oh, you know okay. what I'm saying? <laughs> we got to keep coming together. But that's where I met this great man. And man, you've been around. He know a lot of people. Yo. Yeah. Ed, that's what I'm saying. Ed, 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 Ed be trying to keep it on the low. Been around He's means very modern. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That means you're old. Yeah. You know, nobody yeah. says you've been around when you're 20. Nobody said that when I was 25 and 26 years old. But you actually Ed met Gray. Muhammad Ali, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before yeah. You, you played that 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 track, the champions. Right, right. And Will Smith and there. He Will Will Smith is late. Ali told me I was the greatest before he told Will. Oh. Smith. <laughs> Will But this this man is connected to any Dallas official you can think of. Absolutely. Uh he's a well connected man. I, I I got a lot of respect for you, man. I appreciate you showing me the love you showed me. And I just wanted to bring you on the show today to talk black history, man. You know? All so right. we can go right off into it. Hey man, I'm first of all, you know, I'm just again so happy and proud to be here. Because this land that you're on right here, this property mm-hmm. that you're on right now, mm-hmm. used to be a black farm. Oh, really? Yeah. Get Keller out. Springs. Uh, that's named after a black man. Wow. Yeah. A right. black man named Keller Springs, No, huh? a black man named Keller. Keller. Who's owned by another man, uh, theoretically, because oh. a man can't own another man. You okay. can enslave a, a man, but you can't own a man. Okay. But, you know, that's the difference. But, you know, that's the thing that, you know, America always like to say, we owned you. You didn't own nobody. You know, you enslaved people, but you didn't own nobody. All right. But that's the deal, man. But this whole area out here was, was black owned, man, because this was on the outskirts of Dallas County. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they didn't want black people to be in Dallas County unless you were there to perform a specific need. Oh. You know, so if you're a maid or something like that, you got to be downtown by Ross Avenue, which is where you 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 know you have Short North Street, which mm-hmm. is now called Uptown. Mm-hmm. But now you also have areas out here, you know. Mm-hmm. So you have areas out here that was on outskirts of uh, the county. So it's like get out of the county. So this you couldn't be no further out of the wow. county than here. Okay. So this is this is it, man. Wow. Yeah, man, I, I, I've been waiting all week to drop that, man. I'm, <laughs> you know, I, I remember when they annexed this part of town, man. I used uh-huh. to. I, I I still do work for another company that I'm not gonna mention since they ain't you know they not you know they ain't paying <laughs> for their sponsorship they ain't sponsoring they, they ain't you paying, know so we paying ain't doing for the advertising we can't do it but there's a building across the freeway mm-hmm. that I was one of the first ones to walk in that building that's directly across the freeway where you're at now and this okay. was just empty farmland man. Wow. Mm-hmm. Empty farmland. Mm-hmm. Empty farmland. Like mm-hmm. Alpha Road. Right. You know Alpha Road. Right. You ever heard yeah. of Alpha Texas? You wow. haven't heard of Alpha, Texas because they don't want you to know about that because Alpha, Texas was a black town. Okay. Alpha, Texas. Why? Wow. Was it like take right notes. outside of Dallas? I mean, or? I need to, I need to take notes. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, I have a master's degree in American history from Southern Methodist University. Okay. And I'm pursuing a PhD from Southern Methodist University, SMU. <laughs> you know, I don't know why I have to say Southern Methodist University like that. When SMU. you got a master's degree, you got to say it like that. SMU. <laughs> but, you know, I, I went to SMU because it's the only school I could spell. So, you know, um. I, TCU was too. I, I mean, I, I would have went to TCU, but I didn't have enough bus tokens to get there. So I, okay. And so, they had, so they had DART, you know, at that particular yeah, time. To, right. you know, I'm telling my age. You told me I've been around. Hey. It's all you know, right, man. Before it was dark, it was DTS. I know. So, I noticed you gave us the uh, the month and the day, but you didn't yeah. say nothing about that year. So it, it, must, uh, say, no, it, it must be way back, to, way back, way back. Wow, he said DTS. I didn't even know it was a DTS, man. Yeah, DTS. Wow. I, 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 see, that's what I'm saying. That's 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 that's, that's them old buses. That's them old. Uh, chilling circuit buses. Chilling circuit buses. Chilling. You, you know, you know they call it. You know, chilling. Chilling circuit. Come on, man. You know, you know. No, nah, I'm just saying. You know, back I'm in out, the day. I'm out of here, man. No, no. No, man. It's it's a blessing to 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 see all what you've seen, man. You know, some of the pictures you shared on Facebook. I'm like, wow, this man has yeah, really Lee. gotten around. Yeah, yeah you know, I, the, the whole deal that I was telling you about they ain't making no money from it. Is is somewhat similar to the conversation I had with Spike. Mm-hmm. You know, it's pretty cool we can drop names like that. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I had this conversation with Spike. and we know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, right, cool. Right. So, so I had a conversation with Spike, and it's a picture of me and Spike. And he asked me, you know, Spike, Spike. He said, "What are you gonna do with that picture, man?" 
I said, I ain't gonna make no money off of it, Spike. He said, well, come on, man. Take the picture. And that's how we took that picture. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It sounded like Spike. Yeah, it's like so, you yeah. know, when I when I, I'm talking about I ain't making no money off of this, mm-hmm. this is why I'm proud of what you're doing. Okay. And what we're doing during Black History Month is, you know, mm-hmm. making people aware, aware. of Absolutely. these the surroundings. Mm-hmm. You know, don't be careless, you know. Right. Uh, you know, as I've often said, about staying woke. Hey, what you gonna do once you woke? Right. You know, everyone always talk about I'm woke. I'm woke. I'm woke. Right. You know, you don't do it. What anything. do you do now? Yeah. You know, I, I I've often said one day I was woke and I was in the bed for four hours and didn't do anything, but I was woke. Right. Mm. So what are you gonna do when what you, you do, do that? when you wake up? Well, let me ask you this, Ed. What What do you have to say for black the state of Black America today? As we're in this Black History Month, what are your thoughts about Black people in America today? I mean, you got, you know, you got the Gail situation I going knew you was on. Bring and, up Gail oh, King. you know, we got to talk about it, man. I know you're gonna bring up Gail King, man. Yeah, <laughs> you see how my voice changed on it, like that. I, I know, man. It's like being you know, in just, school when they ask you a question. Can we just question. take a moment of silence? Yeah. <laughs> you know, when they, when when someone when the teacher, you know, when you when you're saying to the teacher, you know, and, and she said, Edward, I'd like for you to ask. Oh, dang. Yeah, you know, it's, you got to get up in front of the class yeah. and speak on something. I think we should take a moment of silence because I don't know that that her career will have life. Oh, that's around black folk, man. You, you know, know it, it, black folk have life away. after this. We and, and, I, and I say that, and uh-huh. I say that in a very, very supportive way because she is a journalist. Right. She, she, she is, she is specializing in journalism. That, right. that I get that, but I, I don't know that. You know, they say I go to my own and my own receive me not. Is that kind of a situation that's going on right here? I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't tailor it to that. No. I, I wouldn't say that. I, I would say that. Um, well, I would say that I'm very disappointed in Snoop Dogg. Why yeah, are you for disappointed sure. Disappointed in that. I'm disappointed that he would disrespect Gail in such a manner. A black by, woman. Uh, just a woman. Period. And especially a black woman. But because you need to make sure that. You do right by yours. You know, Jay's a very advocate about do black lives really matter? The, in order for them to start mattering, you say they have they to must first matter, matter to, to us. us. And that's what I always say, too, because mm-hmm. you know, we're talking about, and I'm going to talk to your point, and we're still keeping this historical as well. Mm-hmm. Historically speaking, African-Americans kill each other more than the police kill Correct. kill Correct. us. Right. Yeah. You know, but yeah. the unfortunate thing with the police killing us is that they have governmental sanctions to do that. Right. Mm-hmm. We have a right. moral sanction not to not do to that do and we continue do to do it. Right. So that's the that's the problem we have. You know, over half of the murders that have been committed in mm-hmm. Dallas, the city of Dallas last year, were done by us. It was like FUBU, for us by us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. that was deep, wasn't it? That that was deep. You can use that one next I'm I'm gonna say this because what was detrimental about what Snoop said? He could have said everything he said was cool, except calling her a dog face B. And then I'm going to see you. When I see you, I'm going to get at you. Because yeah. what it does is it creates something that's called auto suggestion. Mm-hmm. Auto suggestion is very powerful. Mm-hmm. Auto suggestion is like a cultural signal. You send signals to other people. That might want to do something to her. This is the this is what happened between Farrakhan and Martin Luther King. I mean, Ma- Malcolm X. Farrakhan was on camera saying that Malcolm X needed to be silenced. And you know about this. Now, a lot of people so think get that. The next time after me now too. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying. Farrakhan had nothing to do with Malcolm X assassination, but he did. Put out the signal that this man needed to be silenced. And if you got uh, Poo Poo or Winnie the Foo Foo or Young whatever out in the street that don't have no sense and they see them, you just don't know what kind of influence you will have over somebody crazy. What if somebody saw uh, Gail in the street saying she got security now and wanted to do something to her because of how much they look up to Snoop Dogg and Snoop saying this? Well, really what you're saying is we must be responsible with the platform that we have. 
Yes, of course. Uh, you, no, no matter no matter what it is, uh, your your words matter. Yeah. Uh, and the yeah. problem is, uh, uh, we've gotten into a point in society now where the president of the United States says whatever he wants to say. His words doesn't seem to matter, but Ooh. we know that they do matter. They do matter. They we know that there are whistleblowers. He's influenced a lot of hate. He's exactly. influenced exactly. a lot of hate. Exactly. <laughs> so you have to be responsible for what you say. And and what he did was irresponsible. Uh, yeah. He may have been passionate, and we are passionate people. Yeah, we are. Uh, and he uh, is hurt. He's and, very and, hurt. And we sometimes can you know allow those passions to, to guide us and lead us uh, in the wrong direction. Uh, and I believe that's what happened. Yeah. Well, you know, what he said, the reaction, more people now are talking about what Snoop said than what Gail, Gail said. Right, right, right. And right, the reality right. of it is, is that we have a nation within a nation that's, that's well, a nation in itself is hurt behind Kobe, but specifically since we're talking about black issues here, because it is Black History Month, mm-hmm. that a lot of black people hurt behind that. Yeah. And, and Gail came. Behind what she said. Behind what, what she, she said. said. Right. Okay. The question. But the question. Okay. And the question is ill timed. And, oh, yes. and it should not have been said. But now these are the same people who were, for lack of a better word, were holding Gail King up as a great journalist when she sat there and was interviewing R. Kelly. Interviewing R. Kelly. Uh-huh. Now, I'm going to go ahead and say this as well, and I know people are tuning in on Facebook Live. Mm -hmm. want to apologize to those people uh, earlier. I don't know whether or not they can call in or not. I don't think they can. But one of the things that that I want to go ahead and mention, sister, since you're here, is that there is a culture within our own culture in doing women wrong, black women wrong. And Snoop, and I'll say it, Snoop and R. Kelly both are on the same side of the coin when they go ahead go and, and do this and mm-hmm. say these things to mm-hmm. that sister, right? Now there's a way to do that. If you, I'm sure, I'm sure that Snoop knows somebody that has Gail's number, literally right. her number, and say, "Sister, you know what you said was wrong. You should not have said that. Pull her aside and say you should not have said that. You know that hurt me and it hurt a lot of people." But now what we now have now is a narrative now. We just talked about black on black violence yeah. already. Yeah. You just said Winnie and all these other people, you know, mm-hmm. from the hood yeah. and everything. Yeah, young Pookie. You know, young yeah. Pookie see her in the street. He yeah. might want to do something and, to her. And he, he might to the point mm-hmm. where you have Oprah Winfrey crying, literally crying. On saying, TV. Don't hurt Gail. But, Got- you know. This, yeah, but I don't this, see nobody crying for Vanessa Bryant. This, 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 this what I mean. Like, like are we Gail, Vanessa Bryant? Gail are didn't think Kobe's about Kobe's kids. kids. Like now they got to go to school and listen to somebody, and it's probably gonna be a colonizer. Uh, yeah, you know they already saying your dad raped your dad raped somebody. This, this is something that his kids didn't even know about. They wasn't even born when this happened. This was back in two thousand three. This was this this was dismissed and dropped. That's like you going to the DMV trying to renew your license and they bring up tickets that you had dismissed. Why are you bringing that up? Why would you bring up something that's been dismissed? And that pales in comparison, but I'm just saying, yeah. his kids wasn't even born when this happened think, and you bringing this up. I think we've shifted focus. I think Vanessa Bryant needs to be the main focus. I think yeah. Kobe's, you know, surviving daughters should be the main yeah. focus. And his I, greatness I, and his yeah, legacy. Like, I think... I think we need to refocus and shift our focus back to Vanessa and continue to hold her in support and prayers and thoughts and continue to lift her up and send good vibes, good energy to her, because that is ultimately what she is dealing with. Not only does she have to pick one casket, but she has to pick two caskets. She has to sit down and think about two obituaries, Mm -hmm. flowers, a private, a private uh, viewing and then a public viewing and then. This is all times two, right? So I got, I got a top, right. I got a top okay. five. Now you know what you know the, the the deal that we have here. When I have something and people follow me around mm-hmm. on social media and everything, and the sister uh, has said uh, she's having a response here, and I'm reading this from a live. She said, "How about keeping right. it real?" Snoop was being Snoop. We just said that he said he was hurt, so he expressed himself. In a way that he knew at the time, everyone of you was talking on this show 
and said things you that you shouldn't have said. We already said that. We already said that. We we just said pull him to the side. Yeah, but Snoop has a different That's level of power and different yeah. level of influence. And again, focus on a home going to Kobe Bryant. Snoop is not going yeah. to carry. Okay, Carol, she, uh, Carol Lafayette has co-signed what you were saying. So we're all mm-hmm. on the same side. Yeah. So we may be a couple of minutes behind on reading these things, mm-hmm. but uh, we, we like the, the interaction yes. on that because it lets me know that someone's out there listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you had, I know you had it like this. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, you know. We have a but, but like I said, got, man, you know, like I said, though, <laughs> man, you bringing that up. I, like I said, I was, I was here prepared to talk about uh, Black History Month, and you get me talking about <laughs> Gail. Hey. Gail ain't part of no black history. How did she become you. part of black history? I hear you. Name uh, Oprah's friend. <laughs> I got the answer. <laughs> Who yeah. is it? Uh, shout out uh, to Mr. Otha Russell out in Atlanta, Georgia. Tuning what's in. What's up, Mr. Russell? Uh, thank you for tuning in. He did chime in. He said, nobody is blaming CBS. He said she didn't yeah, ask that question without the station first giving her permission. No one on TV can ask questions without permissions from the station. But you Gail King, though. So can nobody make Gail King ask a question? Gail King is not a regular average journalist that can't afford to lose her job if she does not do what they're asking her to do. This is Oprah Winfrey's friend. Gail King has power too. You can't nobody can make Gail King ask a question. So I ain't buying that. Enough about Gail King. What is next in news and why well, are we here today? First, let me. I got. I got a top five. Hold on. Let me. Let me get this top five. Let me get it. King then got five minutes of my time on Black History Month. I want to talk to you right now, the people out there, right Right. there that are listening right now about the historical uh, facts that we have. That's what you asked me. Come on, talk about that. Like I said before, about Alpha, Texas, which is on the corner of. Alpha Road and Preston Road. I think right. someone has uh, already commented. And that on area that. was called Alpha Texas. That was Alpha Texas. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You know. And that was a black settlement. Yeah, it's a black settlement. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, That's when we talk cool. about how we're going to lose South Dallas, you have to realize that South Dallas wasn't really South Dallas full of black folk originally because it was a Jewish community. Yeah, I remember. I heard yeah. That. So, yeah. you know, it was Forest Avenue. Instead of King Boulevard, it was Forest Avenue. And right. we're talking about we're getting ready to lose it. People are coming in and gentrification of it. When the reality of it is it was built originally and settled for for Jews. That's correct. Wow. And then when they built Central Expressway, which used to be the Central Railroad. Mm-hmm. Ah. ah. Yeah. Central ah. Railroad. The other side of the railroad tracks. Yeah. Right. Which separates yeah, Deep yeah, Ellum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From downtown, downtown. Dallas, mm-hmm. right? you have your black Dallas, downtown Dallas, and you have the white Dallas. Right, right. So that's what yeah. they did. So when they went and they put, a, a, you know, they say a river runs through it. Well, when they the put a freeway through mm-hmm. it, it destroys black communities. Mm-hmm. Mm. So they built the Central Expressway through, took the Jewish community out because uh, the Jewish community used to walk to the synagogue and they moved the synagogue up here. Off of Hillcrest. Mm-hmm. So okay. now Still that's there. when, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So then you all move right. all the Jews there with that. They said, man, look, I can't walk to the synagogue anymore because it's not there anymore. Right. We need somewhere else to go at. They move. Mm-hmm. So when they move, guess who ended up getting the neighborhood? Guess who's coming to dinner? So that's when <laughs> black people came to dinner. Wow. And then that's how we ended up getting South Dallas. Right. So, you know, that's it. So when we talk about historical facts again, and this is what it's about. This is, wow. you know, we can talk about Gail King all we want, Snoop Dogg and all like mm-hmm. that. But, you know, when it comes down to it, the historical facts of Gail King and Snoop Dogg and everything, they, that don't put no food in your pocket, uh, money in your pocket or yeah. any food in your kid's stomach. Right. What we talk right. about is economic viability. And when I say to people, when we talk about economic viability, we talk about building Black Wall Street. I hear people talk about building Black Wall Street all the time. They say we, we must Man. rebuild Black Wall Street, but they hold in the meetings at Papa Do's. Stop a, it. Hey, that, yeah, hey. Wow. <laughs> you name a Papa Do's round town, right? I, I, I won't went, say that name because deep. that's where you at. You went too deep, too fast. Yeah. That's where you at. Every Friday, you at Papa Do's talking about. We need to build right. Black Wall Street. Up. I'm gonna name church. some names of some black places that you could go to yeah. right now. Tip of those, I'm, hey, I'm gonna name them. 
That rhymes with Papa Doe. You yeah. spinning your dough, you might as well spin it with Tibbo. Shout out to Tibbo. Everybody be at Tibbo. So huh? That's what we're talking about. Yeah. And you know, Tibbo's owe us some money now because I said that. Now. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, this is what we're talking about. Right. If you're right. going to do that, and we're talking about building the community, mm-hmm. black power means nothing unless you have green power. That's right. Ooh. Black power means nothing unless you have green power. So when we're building this black Wall Street, and that was in Tulsa, you know, Greenwood, Archie, Pine. Correct. That's where you got Gap Band from. Correct. Absolutely. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about building black Wall Street. We must now talk about recreating Deep Ellum. You go to Deep Ellum, you don't see too many black restaurants. It used right. to be on black. Right. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, all that was black. Deep really? Ellum was all black. You didn't know all that? Where no. you from? Oak Cliff, Texas. Oak Cliff, Texas. Yes. Oh, we 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 real young, Ed. Yeah. We real young. You know, you know, my mom, my, my, my hood. My my mom. Oak Cliff. Hope you get it understood. Yeah. See, hey man, what's Oak Cliff? You off me, ain't you? Oak Cliff, Woodtown, stand up. Woodtown, Woodtown. I grew up on the side of Jefferson. Okay. Davis. Yeah, wait a minute. You giving a shout outs to Woodtown, Havenwood, Goldwood, Jaywood, Ivywood. Hey, I don't know what it is. Bluewood, Greenspan, stand up. Yeah, just cause I told I told I this I told this guy at work one time. You know, he started talking about the SMU stuff. And I said, mm-hmm. man, look, I would I went to school at SMU. I wasn't born there. I, you know, so you know wow. what? That's the whole deal. Because Good you point. know the reality of it is, is that you know what I can lose my job, I can lose my house, but if I can't go back to my folks in Oak Cliff, I ain't about nothing anyway. That that part. That's right. That's right. That part. So you know, Oak Cliff. Uh, even even when we talk about Oak Cliff, we talk about Oak Cliff. Uh, you know, Oak Cliff has one of the oldest oldest uh, Freedmen's communities as well, Tenth mm-hmm. Street. All of that area, 10th Street, which we also call the bottom. Mm-hmm. You know the reason why you call it the bottom? Because it's the bottom of the Trinity River. Mm-hmm. That's where black people were designated to stay through redlining. You say you can't live over here. You got to live there. So you got to live in the bottom. Mm-hmm. So you live yeah. in the bottom. That's where you're at. ULH Street over there. That's the bottom. That was the bottom area of town. So mm-hmm. that's where black people could settle at in Oak Cliff. You couldn't settle on down in on Marcellus. You couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, people may remember or may not remember that uh, South Oak Cliff used to be an all-white school. Used to have a quarterback. My mom, uh, may she rest in peace, uh, Sunset was our home school. That was the school that I was supposed Mm -hmm. to go to. Um, And she said it was all predominantly white. And she said that whole Kessler Park, that whole area, Keys Park back in that area, um, she said uh, it was predominantly white. She said in uh, Latinos growing up there were uh, very shunned down upon. They were not welcomed. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it was very tough going to Sunset High School in her time. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was born in 57. Mm-hmm. So uh, well, she said it was really, really tough. It was it was very segregated. It was very segregated for me when I was living. I, I graduated from the Carter High School. You oh, my gosh. <laughs> Carter Cowboys, what's happening? Shout out the Carter High School. <laughs> <laughs> They said, but you got that from the Carter House. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it, it, we, my family moved from East Oak Cliff, from Southern Oaks Apartments. Mm-hmm. And we Southern Oaks. Southern Oaks Apartments. What you know about Southern Oaks? I know a little bit about it. <laughs> you, your wife's over here. You better be cool. <laughs> <laughs> we all so, have a history. Yeah, so uh, we moved from Southern Oaks Apartments uh, over to the Atwell area. And mm-hmm. the division, the dividing line, if you will, was the freeway. Again, the freeway. Right. So once you crossed the freeway, you didn't see people that looked like us. Mm-hmm. So 1973, man, go over and we, we move off, off of Polk Street. It was hard to find a jet magazine in that side of town, man. They didn't have no, no black. Why did he say jet magazine? I said that. I mean, I said that. I'm going on back. Polk Street? Polk Street. Wow. Uh, but, but I said Jet wow. Magazine. Right. Yeah. They don't even have that no more. That just shows you how old it is. Yeah. But this is the point, you know, and I think what, where we're going at with this, and let this, if this would be the topic of the conversation mm-hmm. today, we're talking about historical patterns of migration yeah. when it comes to uh, building home equity, if you will, but mm-hmm. more so redlining of neighborhoods. Because that's what that's my whole focus. That's really what it was, yeah. You know, because right. I, I mentioned all that about uh, where we were at on this. So, you know, you, you, you could not 
you cannot have uh, black-owned uh, businesses, if you will, on mm-hmm. that side of town. Mm-hmm. Because, well, hey, there was, no, there was no black people there. All right, well, uh, before we transition, man, because the topic of the day is, am I good enough? And we gotta, we want you to stick around and kind of chime in. We, we, what we do is we do a hot topic of the day yeah. every week. So I'm done, right? No, you're not done. Yeah. No, you're not. But we just you go, you're gonna. I, we we need your help. No, no, no. We we because normally when I'm on TV they say. Okay, the, the, when when you say that, that means they get ready to go to a commercial break. <laughs> yeah, right. And you out. Come out. They, right. They, they said, Thank you, Mr. Right. Gray. You're out. Hey, you come back later. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Yeah, but we do a hot topic every week, and the topic for this week is, am I good enough? Do you want to do your segment or no, what we're doing? Well, Okay, but before we transition, I wanna I wanna give a top five. I got a top five list of things because once Oprah was uh, interviewing someone, and Oprah Winfrey used to always get criticized about not being black enough, and she used to always say, "Well, what what is black enough? What is black? How black am I supposed to be?" Mm-hmm. And I think this ties into the Gail thing. Sorry, Ed, I gotta go back into it, but these are top five. Uh, cardinal rules that I think all black people should abide by when we're dealing with each other. Okay, one one is you cannot attack a black person when they are in the midst of fighting white oppression. If a black person is fighting white oppression, another black person should not be attacking them during that process. Number two, do not take jewels out of our crown while we are alive or dead. Black people should not be taking jewels out of a king or a queen's crown while they are alive or dead. And I think a lot of people feel like that's what Gail was doing to Kobe. We was giving Kobe his flowers. We was talking about how great of a man he was, crowning him king. You know, admiring all the jewels in his crown and Gail with her questions, it was almost like she was removing jewels out of his crown. And we can't have that. You being a black woman, that can't come from you. It can't come from you. Number three, think twice before bringing up a man's mistakes when the world is discussing his legacy. Again, number four. Don't do business with a company that black people have counseled until that sad company has made things right. And number five, get the whole story before you judge a black person in the court of public opinion. And that's what words do, especially on social media. You have now what is called the court of public opinion. People can be made guilty based on Words that spread on social media We must all be careful what we say How we say it When we talk about something is Why is it so easy for blacks to attack each other And how slow can we be With responding to anger Toward another black person Can we, can we be slower to anger When we're responding to black people That's all I want to say about that and we're going to transition into the hot topic of the day. That, those, those top five were deep. Mm-hmm. I got to think on that for a while, but that's something we need to talk about. Those, those were good. Yeah. And, uh, I don't want you to just put them out there and we move on because that, that's something that needs to be elaborated on a little bit more, I think. Good stuff. Okay. It was good, man. Hey, we got, a, we got a whole month, so. Man, you know, I, I, I didn't bring my notepad. <laughs> hey, one thing about cuss and discuss, don't let the name fool you now. Uh, well, I, we'll make you pull I, out your pen I, and I pad. I asked you, you, you had me on cuss and discuss, and I, I didn't know which part I was supposed to play. <laughs> You're here for the discussion. Hey. Yeah, so I'm here for the okay. Yeah, I didn't just, know, because I can do either way. You yeah. Know, uh, frankly speaking, I think that, that Samuel L. Jackson is a little too soft. Hmm, wow. Wow. So that mean you ain't afraid to get in there and talk that thing if well, you think you know, he'll look bit too soft. I mean, hey, I mean, hey, Samuel L. Jackson soft. Oh, okay. 
So you, today's topic is Am I good enough? Right. Well, I think we often ask oh, ourselves. You know you're behind, you're like, hey. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Am I good enough? Right. Jay, have you ever asked yourself, am I good enough? You know, I think that's something that we all deal with. Uh, we have a public per, uh, persona that we, we put out there. Uh, we throw up walls and barriers so people will only see what we want them to see. But the reality is we all struggle with uh, some issue of low self-esteem or whether or not I am good enough to do this, that, and the other. And I think in society, especially in the black community, because we were not taught to love ourselves, we were not taught to really think that we are good enough. Uh, we have a lot of things on the outside that we, that we use to make ourselves look like we're something on the inside, but yet we're suffering on the inside. So am I good enough uh, is, is a conversation I think we need to have. Uh, from, 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 from family life to business life to, to, to social, am I good enough with who I am mm -hmm. uh, to be successful in all those areas. And I contend that even business people, successful business people suffer in some area, whether it's in their family life or, or social with, with their friends. Am I good enough uh, as I am to, 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 to be successful? Hmm. Ed, what do you think about that, man? I'll let you chime in on it first, man. I think I'm better than that. Think you better than that? That's I'm good. Not good enough, you know. I think I'm better than that. But you, you had, know? did you have to work your way to that mindset, or do you think you were always? Do you think you always had that type of mindset? No, I never did. You know, when I was younger and mm -hmm. uh, you know, young man, and you you, you talk about Ali, you mm -hmm. know, the picture of Ali. You know, Ali was one of the main influences in my life. You know, because mm -hmm. when he said mm -hmm. I'm the greatest and everything, you got if you tell everybody that you got to live up to it. You have to work your way to it, and it has to be a self-fulfilling prophecy. Mm -hmm. So anytime I do something like that, I, I think, am I good enough? You know, I think about the fact that I graduated from SMU. I didn't want to go to SMU from the very beginning. Right. I wanted to go to UTA. Okay. And there was a, a counselor who put all the information out there, and I said, well, I'm ready to go to school, you know, because I was graduating from El Centro. And she put all the information out there, and uh, she said, oh, well, uh, UTA, that's where you want to go? She said, good, I can put this up. I said, what are you putting up? She said, that's SMU. I said, well, why are you putting up? She said, you wanted to go to UTA. And I said, well, are my grades good enough to go? Am I good enough? Mm -hmm. Are my grades good enough to go mm -hmm. to SMU? She said, yes, they are, but I don't think you'd be able to fit in. Mm. I said, why would you say that? Went mm. back again to the question mm. again, am I good enough? Mm -hmm. Is this a black lady talking to you or African-American? Yeah, it was. Okay. How'd okay. you know? Okay. Just, just wondering because yeah. that, that was an interesting, uh, interesting question, uh, whether or not you would fit in or not. Because that's what she's trying to protect. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But she also did something else. Uh, sort of like in boxing, if you get knocked down, this is no place for, as uh, Dr. Freddie Haynes said about Ali getting knocked down. Once you get knocked down, he said, what am I doing down on the canvas? That's right. This is no place for a champion. Got to get back up. I got to get back up. Exactly. So that's what I said. I wasn't knocked down. I just mm -hmm. said, put, the, put that UTA stuff up. I want to go to SMU. And then she came back and she said this. Folks at home, listen to what she said. She said, they got white folks there. Mm. Again, mm. am I good enough again? Which right. then instills right. into black people a sense of inferiority. Yeah, for, mm. Exactly. So I came back and I counted because, you know, I got some halfway decent grades. So I came back to her and I said, don't they have white folks at UTA? She mm. said, yes, they do. Mm -hmm. but they different at SMU. I said, why are they different? She said, they have money. So now that infers the American system now of, you know, yeah. classism. Though yeah. we believe in yeah. a democratic society, but mm -hmm. yet we are class. Right? Mm -hmm. We got billionaires running for president, mm -hmm. and we get ready to vote on deciding whether or not another billionaire is possibly going to be Versus, president right, himself. Right, right. So that's classism in mm -hmm. itself. Mm -hmm. So I decided, I said, I want to be with those folks that you say that I'm not good enough to be because I say I'm better than that. And that's why I graduated from SMU. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. You sure can, man. Five dollars. Five dollars. So my question to you is, where did you get that from? Where I got that from? That self-assurance that, that, that I, I'm good enough to 
compete with the white people, to compete at this level, to compete at that level? Where did you get it's that? Not from? necessarily competing with white people. I don't want to think. Well, no, I'm some, just saying. No, I know you're good. You're right, good. Right, you're right. good. But you know, a, 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 a lot of times we as black people, and this since this is Black History Month, I'm talking to all the black people out there. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> right. So since uh, since it's Black History Month, we we seem to put other people, and, and you know who other people are, on pedestals. On pedestals right. above us. Right. Above us. Right. right. All the time. That's real. All the time. Yeah. As Pac said, this is the realest stuff I ever wrote. Right. I, I don't use that kind of wording. I know. My pastor may be listening. Hey, I understand, man. I got you, but you don't cuss and discuss today, man. I could have cussed. That yeah. could have been. You don't have to. Hey, you don't have to. It's cool. Yeah, but you know, but that's the, that's the whole deal, though, is that you have to believe Black History Month, am I good enough? Mm -hmm. Right. You know, you have to believe that you're good enough. It has to come from within inside you. And if you don't have nobody that can convince you, instill that yourself, in you. Right. And instill that. Thank mm -hmm. you, brother. You need to find somebody. With me, it was Ali. I had my father at home. He told me, you know, you're good enough to do things. But, well, my father didn't have a 31 and 0 record with whipping Joe Frazier's ass. I mean, mm -hmm. I mean, that, you know, that's the, that's a different deal. So you needed so, a higher state of consciousness. To bring, see, I, I think that's why I love greatness, and that's why I think so many people were so hurt mm -hmm. about Kobe passing away because Kobe was great. We need a, a greater awareness of greatness. Well, to your point, so we can, so we we rise when greatness rise. We all rise. To your point, we've had several conversations before. We've mm -hmm. been knowing each other now. How many years now? About oh man, three, been like three, three, four years. Three, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. and. I've called you up at times and asked you, yeah. how you doing? Right, mm -hmm. right. Yeah, you And your wife's right there. Yeah, yeah. And I say, how you doing? Yeah. I was thinking about you, bro. Yeah. How yeah. you doing? Yeah, and everybody don't do that. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. And, and see, that's... Because I say, who, who was that? He said, oh, that was Ed. Ed called just to check in and just make sure everything's going good. Yeah. So how nice of him. Yeah. Yeah, and, and be sincere about it. Don't want genuine, nothing. Genuine, very right. genuine. Right. And just tell you know from, I, I ain't asking you for nothing. I don't want nothing from you. Just mm -hmm. want to know how you're doing. It, it right. don't have to be a long, drawn conversation. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. But you know, but when you look at that and you see me and you ask me to come on the show, mm -hmm. you know, you see, okay, this brother doing this and you gave me all the accolades. Thank you again. Mm -hmm. But you know, that's who you reaching out, you modeling after someone else. I model after someone else. You model after someone mm -hmm. else. Right. Each right. one, reach one, teach one. Right. You know. Correct. You know that that that's what it is. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, you know that's that's what you do. So, are you good enough? You know, if you if you don't think you are, find someone that can make you better mm -hmm. than what you are, so you can succeed. You know? so, what do you think about? Am I good enough? I think that again, when we step outside at two three years old. Our initial surroundings, our environment, our family, when, when you're a baby and you come home from the hospital and you are in the house with your family, they start sending subliminal messages to you if you are good enough, if you're great, or if you're not. Yeah, they do. Okay? So I, some people have to climb out of I'm not to get to I'm good enough. I think most people have to climb out of I'm not a lot of people, there's a lot, especially the black messages, people. The messages we see and Latino are, people are, are negative. We we don't intentionally do it. Yeah, but that's what we know. But it's indirect teaching exactly. and this subliminal, exactly. auto suggestive exactly. messaging yeah. that's in our environment. Yep. And if you didn't see nobody else achieve greatness, or right. if if nobody in the family graduated from college, then what are you supposed to think? Or uh, if you hadn't picked Ali as your as your right. mentor, right? What would you have to look to? Right, you know, what they see, they will be. That's what they say in the exactly. one. That's the one hundred right. black exactly. men motto is: what they see, they will be. Mm -hmm. I come from a generation in which I'm dressed like this. That's the way people used to do all the time. Right. You know, you you would never know who was the person that was the janitor mm -hmm. because he wow, changed clothes mm -hmm. at work mm -hmm. and came home dressed up because mm. he wanted his kids to see him in a certain light. Right or he he, he, he or he for himself, himself just for himself world. first of all right right I mean as you a know, man I mean you know right I, I ain't got no problem 
with with the way young people are, and you know, I don't want nobody saying anything now about what I'm about to say. Sagging is is, 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 is it comes from the prison culture. Okay, that's what it. Please comes teach from. on that, please, real uh, it, quick. It, it, it Can comes we give from them two that. minutes on this, sagging? This, this, Just give them two this, minutes. This stuff ain't cool. Okay. It ain't cool. That's what it, I know someone yeah. said, man, you hating on this. Women don't like it, by the way. Real women don't like it, by the way. We like them clean cut. But your drawers dirty when you're doing it, you're sagging. I don't <laughs> oh, understand. Oh, Lord. But anyway. And that's I, that's and, what women and, think. And you know what? And, and I'm in my 30s, but I still like you men that have a, <laughs> cre- a crease in their jeans. When when he wears a jean, right. let it be creased down right. at that. And there's some people from up north that don't do creases, and I get oh that. Gosh. But at least... You know, it's where you close right. Where you close right. But, but you but but you see you, you know, I uh, let, let me run this thing through again. That that must be a correlation between dressing up and sagging and murders. <laughs> okay. It gotta be. Okay. It is. You know what it yeah. is. I mean, you know, because yeah, I mean, it gotta be. <laughs> okay. Because you know, I mean, I I I I've been writing lots of papers that I can write I can give you Thirty pages on on why the sky is blue and the and <laughs> <laughs> I have to come up with footnotes and stuff for that kind of thing. Right, but you know, anyway, you, you know, there's got to be a correlation because see, it's called poverty. You know, that's what it's called. Poverty is a state they of mind. They didn't, they didn't go shoot people and all this kind of stuff. Only you didn't see all that, but you know, you 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 doing this, you know. Once upon a time, men took pride, pri- like very much pride in what oh, they yeah. look like. Oh yeah, like even for the Latino culture, yeah. you know, they they used to say we have zoot zooters. Yeah, uh, men, you know, the, our Latino men would dress in suits. Yeah, and and you know wear their chains and yeah. everything and well, their Stacy Adams and oh but, yeah, but, I mean. They took pride, yeah. And now we're in dickies and house shoes. Like, what are we doing? That that's that goes back to the state. It's a state of mind. Poverty. I think it comes from poverty. Well, poverty. So what do you mean? Break it down, man. Poverty is not about money. Okay, poverty is a state of mind. Money or broke or the lack of money is a symptom of poverty. And see, that's what I was saying yesterday about uh, being poor. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna tell you the press again. They 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 they. You've been hoodwinked and bamboozled. <laughs> Ran them up. <laughs> this is what they're doing to you, man. Right, you know, they they will tell you, folks, that right. black people are poor when we constitute the 15th largest economic block in the world, man. Oh, yeah. And we, we our spending power is number one in America. And, and we spend a trillion dollars a year on uh, consumership products. We minute, just that, don't that, put it that, in the that, right that place. That doesn't mean we have money now. That, well, we it doesn't mean what we, we don't have. have. Well, that's oh, true. Oh, okay. It's, okay. it's what we're doing with that's, it. That's, that's, that's okay. true. And, You're right. And and, and 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 to your point on that, it's been projected by the year 2053 uh, that spending power, net worth for African Americans will be zero, according to Andrew Yang, who's running for wow. president. Wow. So it'll be zero. Zero. No money. But you know, this is where we're talking about being impoverished, being uh, being poor. That's a mentality. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's a state of mind. Right, right, yeah, right. being poor it's is a mentality. state of mind. It's a mentality yeah. that when the the media says that mm-hmm. Joe Biden is running for president mm-hmm. and he can get the he he can get most of the votes of the working Blacks. white class. Oh, no, he said working white mm-hmm. class. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. which means they're poor. Okay. Mm-hmm. You okay. know, because that's what he's really saying. Because okay. everyone's working, right? So why would you say working? working right, right. You saying white? So now you saying white? So you know? So there's there's, there's wow. no working black class. It's just poor people. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to white people, it becomes a working white class. Well, let me let me you know, get poverty uh, is poverty. Not having no money is not having no money. Let but, me get Laura fearfully made to jump in here, and I want to know. How you see it? What do you think? Am I good enough? Am I good enough? What does that mean to you when you hear that? You know, as I um, Jay and I uh, have a lot of offline conversations, and um, one of the things that uh, he mentioned is uh, people always questioning their ability to perform, 
and performance is 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 neither here nor there to me it's 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 the metric of how you're measuring it how are you measuring the performance and what are you measuring it up against um, we have an all high suicidal rate within our youth right now our youth is by <clears throat> storm taking it by numbers on suicidal rates a lot of it is due to cyber and bullying a lot of it is to facebook social media outlets <clears throat> all of this um, nonsense that is taking place um, in our in our minority culture as well as the American culture. Period. Mm-hmm. Just period. And I I often say this is because we don't know our identity. We don't know who we are, who created us. We have no source of foundation, mm-hmm. and everything is left to auto suggestion. Right. And so, or what's popular, or what is yeah, Trendy. what's what's the what's the what's the hot thing? You know, yeah. are you lit? Are you this? Are yeah. you that? Yeah. You know, we have teenage, we have a teenager at home, mm-hmm. and so it is very imperative to me to have an open line of communication with her. I'm not saying that she shares everything with me. I'm sure there's a lot that she is withholding from me. Um, I, I don't know, but what she does share with me is for young ladies. Ladies, um, being a Kim Kardashian, being a being this 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 physique has to the, the physique has to matter. The the makeup has to be on point. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you got to beat your face to the gods, as they say. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to have this. You got to have that. So a lot of that plays into the suicidal rate right. of not being acceptance. I often said that acceptance is the new. And you corrected me because I said it was epidemic, but you said it was the. Are you asking me? Pandemic. This Pandemic. I think yeah. that's what he said. Okay. And mm-hmm. I said acceptance is almost like a drug. Mm-hmm. Once you take a hit of it, once you get accepted by something, mm-hmm. you have to keep taking that hit. Yeah. You right. have to keep wanting to be accepted or accepted by someone or something. Right. You have this sense of wanting to belong to something. Mm-hmm. And that itself can be a drug. And asking yourself, am I good enough, often refers back to, to me, to your foundation. What are you built upon? What mm-hmm. what do you stand on? So when I'm speaking to women, when I'm speaking to young ladies, when I'm speaking to people in general, that is the very question I ask them. Well, what do you stand on? What do you believe in? Right. Who are you? Those things don't get discussed enough in the household. Intestinal fortitude, inner beauty, and your value system does not get discussed enough in the household. And no, we all want to be, if we don't want to be famous, we want to follow the people who are. And we want to follow the hot trends. And we're doing what they are suggesting to us. But none of them are suggesting inner uh, self-value, self-esteem, intestinal fortitude, courage, moralship. None of those things, those things are kind of quiet. It's not cool to talk about. That stuff is lights, camera, action. That stuff is performance. And that's what I have to tell my daughter, that what you see on TV is very much different from what is really real at that night. When all the smoke clears, when all the noise shuts out, and it's you laying in that bed, and the only light is the moonlight shining down through your Mm -hmm. window, what do you do? What do you do? What what does self say about self? Mm -hmm. When all the noise stops talking mm-hmm. when all the noise stops buzzing mm-hmm. what do you, you need, do you need to play the organ what now. do you, you do the then now. when now. you're faced to deal That's with self preaching a sermon mm. now <laughs> i just want to make sure that every person listening today we are we are all over the world we are in canada we are in mexico we are in everywhere <laughs> did he just offering owe time. me a dollar offering time yes sir yes sir yes sir he done pulled out a yes, dollar yes, the doors to our church are now open <laughs> <laughs> With these two dollars. <laughs> Good luck. Oh, yeah, middle finger. Hey, hey. <laughs> Despise not small beginnings. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I just want to make sure that as we move forward and throughout the, uh, as we move forward through our week, mm-hmm. um, as we go as our highs, our lows, and our twos and our froze, that we stay consistent to our brand. Each and every one of us have a brand. Each and every one of us have a trademark. Each and every one of us operate off of a logo. Mm-hmm. What does that look like for you? Mm-hmm. So, am I good enough? I challenge each and every one of you mm-hmm. listening today mm-hmm. to ask yourself, mm-hmm. what are you measuring? yourself up against that would ever even make you question that Ooh, that's a good question oh my gosh that's why we gotta read 
or know your history, what were your ancestors saying about you? Read a book. It's because some people say some people don't know where to get their value from. Yeah. Where are you supposed to go get this at? It's in the book. It's in books. That's where it is, and you got to read it because that's a great. Ask that question again, baby. I like that question. Can you say that again? Please tell me you can forget. What are you measuring yourself up against? Is she, <laughs> what are. <laughs> She was she was in that the Jay, sermon don't, mode. Don't, don't be I'm rubbing glad. off. Was, don't be rubbing off. I'm glad. I'm glad you said Jay. She was being fed. She was being fed from on high. So she don't she don't I'm, know what I'm she glad. said. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like I said, teacher, don't, right. don't call on me. Right. What are you measuring yourself up when against? When you ask yourself, "Am I good enough?" The question should be, "What am I measuring myself up against?" What does that metric mm. system look like? Because if you're you're if you're questioning yourself, am I good enough? That further indicates you're you're questioning your performance. And if you're questioning your performance, then what does that look like? What are you right. measuring that up against? And, like, and is that who you are? And there are a lot of young ladies that, let's say, look up to Beyonce, right? Right. But if you're not a dancer or a singer, can but you can you really entertainment business? Can so you really you use her as a metric? Yourself, why are you using you, her as a metric? Yeah, you might metric. be using the wrong metric. We got to be careful about that too. Well, even Beyonce needed to uh, have someone else to look up to. Absolutely, she did. Old Tina Absolutely. Turner. Tina Turner, she her mother, that. right? And then you also, when she's on stage, she's not Beyonce. Who is she when she's she's on stage? Sasha Fierce? She's somebody else. <laughs> that's right. Right. Yeah. So that's, it. that's again, that's a performance. That's you know, that's that's the big thing. I just want to identify really quick or give you a greater understanding to identity. Identity A is a noun. Okay, it is a noun. A noun is a person, place, or a thing for those of you that forgot right quick. Mm. Number two, the fact of being who or what a person or thing is is part of the identity. It's defined by your identity. A close similarity or affinity is also defined by identity. So I'm asking you, what is your identity? Are you good enough? You are more than good enough. You're more than you think you are. Absolutely. You have to get yourself around somebody that can heighten your awareness about greatness. Yeah. When we're around great people, our awareness of greatness goes higher. Yeah. That's John, what John that's, Maxwell says you are the average of your f- close your five. five. The five people you hang around, what are they doing? The five people that you interact with every day, what do those five people do? Who are they? Because you're the average of the five. You either think they're great and that's why you're around them, or you think nothing of yourself and that's why you're around them. (laughs) (laughs) And I believe believe that's a huge problem. We don't think enough of ourselves. Mm -hmm. Uh, as as men, as men, I believe a lot of the eels, even the, the the clothing that you were talking about, uh, Ed, uh, a lot of what we do is because we don't we don't love ourselves, we don't right. believe in ourselves, right? Uh, and and that's why a uh, hundred black men is so important uh, to give them an image to look at. That, uh, and, and we have these different organizations to try to reach young men to let them know that you are of value. Mm-hmm. But the problem is they don't know their value. So right. so so how am I good? enough if I don't know who I am right that's true nobody's modeled that for me no mm-hmm. no nobody's shown me that uh close enough uh you were lucky Ed, and and I, I I often say that but for the grace of God goes I you you had a mentor to look at yeah yes you, you said daddy was home uh but you had a mentor to look at that that gave you self-esteem uh uh, and he didn't even know he was doing it. Uh, he 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 was clowning in the ring. He 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 was he was doing his thing. But but you were able to look at that and say, "I can, mm-hmm. I am," uh, because of who he was. Mm-hmm. And and not enough <clears throat> of us are are modeling greatness for our young men to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so therefore, they rely on social media. They rely on the media to tell them who they are. Right. Oftentimes, and I know this may piss somebody off, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it anyway. We're known for doing but, but that. But oftentimes, <laughs> we get so outraged at what a Gail King would say. Uh-huh. We get so outraged at what this person would say and that person would say because mm-hmm. we don't know who we are. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. So are you saying we give power to people? We give power to people that don't deserve it in our lives. Mm. We get upset about what's said. 
like a white person calling us the N word. There you oh, go. You, 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 oh, 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 but 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 then but then get him or nakers. I, I mean nakers. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Lakers. Is, is that what you meant? That, that's what I mean. I that's mean good. Lakers. That's good. That's good. Wow. That's good. Uh, <laughs> the, 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 the problem is, the problem is, if we knew who we were, if we valued ourselves, if we had, if we had a belief in ourselves, we wouldn't be thrown off by what others say. Right. Mm. Snoop right. wouldn't have gotten upset like he did. Hmm. Hmm. That's, that's that's deep. That's too much. That's that's deep. You, you, you went that's too deep. far. You, you went too that's far too, too much. That's deep. That's too much. Yeah, I was just talking to my son about this yesterday. Yeah, and he's eight years old. We have had an amazing time today Is with Mr. Mr. Yeah, the one, the only, yeah. none to be complete. Thank, thank you, thank you so much. Oh my God. God. Thanks, Ed. Hey, We're Ed. Have to have Ed I come love, back. I love that knowledge again, man. I got a lot of respect for you, man. Absolutely. Thanks for sharing with me, sharing with us. Absolutely. Thanks for introducing yourself to me on that day. Yeah. Because it's good to know men like That's you, man. man. That's a good man. It's good for younger men to know other men who are doing things in the community and not afraid to go up to you and introduce yourself because there's a lot of men there that didn't do that for well, me. Well, see, Ed knows you know. it's not about him. It's about him right. and others. It's, he, right. he recognizes it. And I don't know this man my first time meeting him, but I can tell if he if he approached you like that, that's mm-hmm. because he knows uh, it's not about me. It's about right. helping somebody else, blessing somebody else. Right. What gets me is the following up. It's the one thing to yeah. have him come out on the show and give him a platform and an opportunity to speak about what he felt missioned in life to do, but it's another thing to continue to call in the continual um, communication uh, taking place and I just want to call to say is everything all right Right. That speaks so yeah. much volume. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's real. Ed, you got any last words? You want? I, I don't have anything to say after all that. <laughs> Keep my mouth shut. <laughs> this has been Custom all right, Thank you Thank so much you. for tuning in. Same place, same time. Peace. Peace.